Hello, my name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Today's topic is dual agency. Does having two buyers interested in the same property qualify? In the National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics and Standards of Practice, Article 1 requires that realtors protect and promote the best interests of their client and says that this obligation is primary. Further, we have six fiduciary duties owed to clients, meaning that we have a formal representation contract with them, which require giving them our undivided loyalty, our disclosing all information concerning the transaction that might affect their decision, our not revealing their confidential information, and our protecting them from foreseeable risks or harm. In most real estate transactions, each party has their own exclusive agent, making these responsibilities easier to understand, although conflicts will still arise. According to RALRA, which is the Real Estate Licensing and Registration Act, Chapter 2 defines dual agency as occurring when an agent represents both the buyer and seller in the same transaction. In Chapter 6 of RALRA, Duties of Licensees, specifically Section 606D, it states that a licensee may only act as a dual agent with the full disclosure and written consent of both parties to the transaction. It also states that an agent may not take any action that is adverse or detrimental to either party's interest. The Pennsylvania Consumer Notice states that as a dual agent, the licensee works for both the buyer and the seller. The concept of dual agency can be complicated enough when you have two parties trying to do business with each other and perhaps at the expense of the other meaning that a buyer and a seller are not always equally happy with the outcome, even though a deed may have transferred from one to the other. Many agents question how an agent can properly represent two parties with potentially opposite goals. Some agents will not allow themselves to be dual agents, even though dual agency is legal in Pennsylvania. And I I agree with that. Some people just aren't comfortable doing that. However, again, it is legal. However, While not considered dual agency in Pennsylvania, what happens when one agent represents two or more buyers, each interested in purchasing the same property? I respectfully suggest that this is more like dual agency than not in terms of its practical application. Most of us will never have an opportunity to confront this, and when I discuss it in my classes, many agents admit that they never really thought about it. Let's explore this a little bit further. Let's start with my having one buyer interested in a house and assume that they've made an offer and heard a counteroffer from the seller. It is reasonable to assume that our fiduciary duties preclude us from disclosing their interest, including the amount of their offer, to anyone else. Think of the fiduciary duties of loyalty, confidentiality, and reasonable care. I think it also reasonable to assume that letting anyone else know how a seller countered their offer may do harm to my buyer's position. So what happens when I either have two buyers interested in the same or similar properties? Let's keep it simple. Whether I have two or 200 buyers makes no difference, although obviously it gets geometrically more complicated as the number rises. While Railroad may not see this as dual agency, I think it is in the best interest of all involved to treat it as if it were. Let's look at two specific examples. In example number one, I'm working with two buyers, each looking at different price ranges. One is looking up to $200,000, while the other is looking up to $190,000. You can pick any numbers that you like. 
In this example, the $200,000 buyer makes a $180,000 offer on a $200,000 listing, which my $190,000 buyer considered out of their price range. What would happen if I informed the $190,000 buyer that the $200,000 seller countered my other client at $195,000? From the seller's standpoint, since I have no fiduciary duty to them, I would think they would have no recourse for my disclosing their counteroffer, although how a seller counters an individual buyer does not establish what they might accept from another, and presumably it is in the seller's best interest to have more than one interested party. The real question is, how would my $200,000 buyer feel if they knew that I shared something about their negotiating that might generate competition for them, which could end up causing them to have to pay more to get a house they wanted, or perhaps, even worse, cause them to lose the bidding? This sounds like a problem, even if we do not call it dual agency. How would you feel if this happened to you? As a second example, Suppose two of my buyer clients express interest in seeing the same property. Aside from the planning it might take to manage the process of showing and perhaps writing offers and negotiating for two different buyers, what are their expectations for how I keep the two processes separate? As clients, they both signed the consumer notice and either accepted or declined dual agency. And since they've signed representation contracts with me, they accepted the fact that I may be working with other buyers who share the same goals in terms of what they're looking to buy. If either declined dual agency, how would that influence my performance with the second buyer, if at all? Does the agency selection of either have any impact on whether I can add clients with a similar goal to my list of clients? We all know that people change their plans from time to time, and a buyer may decide to look at houses that I'm already showing to someone else. Of course, if I fail to properly manage the process, I have no one to blame but myself. Again, I mentioned the potential conflict and add to that. In discussing this concept with other agents, I've heard some startling opinions. Some feel it only fair to let buyers know that they have competition. One agent even stated that they would stop representing both, allowing their broker to designate a new agent for each, and that they would let both know exactly why. Perhaps I look at this differently from others, but were I working with a buyer's agent, I would be appalled to learn that they advise another of their clients about my interest in a specific property. Even if we take for granted that the details of my offer are confidential, regardless of whether or not the relationship constitutes dual agency, advising another of my interest could harm me either in terms of my cost to acquire the property or, as I mentioned earlier, even worse, resulting in my losing the chance to own it. In this scenario, one of us will lose, and that person may well have wished to know that they had competition, but the very act of raising the stakes most certainly seems to only benefit the seller, unless neither buyer acted differently upon learning that they had competition. The last analogy I will use relates to how a listing agent is allowed or expected to answer an inquiry about the existence of other offers or interests in one of their listings. It is expressly understood that their ability to answer is dictated by their seller-client. While I would not suggest that a buyer's agent informing a pair of buyer clients about the existence of another buyer's interest is a violation of the seller's interest since there is no fiduciary duties, I respectfully think that the buyers should dictate whether their buyer agent is in fact allowed to share the buyer's interest in a specific property with another buyer client. Wow, wrap your head around that one. Agency is not always pretty, 
and it's not always easy to explain, but it's expected in client relations, and its misapplication can and will cause harm. And that's the antithesis for our entering into such a one-to-one relationship in the first place. I would love to hear your opinion on this. Thank you again, as always, for listening. Hire wisely, and remember, we are not all the same.